0: Hi and welcome to a new episode of the Abundant Encounters podcast. My name is Joshua Marsingill and it's a joy to be with you, it really is. Love doing these um, genuinely does put me into a position uh, that reminds me of the goodness of God in my life and it's a privilege to share what God has done so effectively in my life. Um, you know, at one point I was agnostic and somewhat of an atheist at times, and not something I'm proud of. Um, painful memories with that. The Lord rescued me with encounters, and um, I pray He'd do that with you in every way, shape, and form. He's continually used encounters to move me and my faith closer and closer to his heart knowing him is the greatest joy I've ever known and I am married to a beautiful woman who holds my heart but nothing beats the Lord you know he makes even her and this is impossible but not impossible for God, but even her more beautiful to me inside and out. Um, I'm a lucky man, and that's not to provoke jealousy. It's um, because I believe the kingdom is about sharing. And thank God for that scripture that says that he's no respecter of persons when he blesses me he has you in mind he's releasing the economy of heaven into the earth and in the ways he's blessed you he has me in mind and so on I believe that with all my heart you know I realized uh, the Lord really spoke to me about some of my listeners and I don't know if this is you or maybe someone else but he said, "You know, this podcast allows people that really don't want to bring bring up certain things in front of others uh, a chance to do it in front of me." And that was the Lord speaking. He said, "They can they can bring things to me. They can confess. They can they can uh, release forgiveness, and it will be effective when they do it." with me. I am the most intentional witness in their lives. There's just no one more intentional than I am. And so I want to encourage you today, um, even if you're working through some hard stuff, um, no matter what the activation brings up in you, I want you to know that the Lord is your faithful witness. He knows you. He deeply cares. You're in good hands. Let me pray, Lord. Thank you so much for your good nature, your love, for how you've revealed yourself to planet Earth. Lord, you've put yourself into a human body and just felt our condition you physically felt it and we're so grateful for how you come close through that and you know us and you know what we've been through and you know where we're going and you have faith you have faith in us you're not broken down by what's our past has declared about us and you've broken that cycle of contempt with your faith for us Lord, do that. Make it real for each and every one of us. I bind up any hindrance today, whether it be us or demonic or anything. We bind it up in Jesus' name. Lord, we declare that we are moving forward in you. This is a growth season. In Jesus' name, amen. Today we're continuing on in 2 Corinthians. We're going to be reading in chapter 3 today if you hear some light rain in the background i had to make a choice uh these past couple weeks they've been putting a new roof on the building that i record these in and it was either rain or hammering and so i chose rain um so yes are we beginning to sound like those who speak highly of themselves Do you really need letters of recommendation to validate our ministry like others do do we really need your letter of endorsement of course not for your very lives are our letters of recommendation permanently engraved on our hearts recognized and read by everybody as a result of our ministry you are living letters written by christ not with ink, but by the Spirit of the Living God, not carved onto stone tablets, but on the tablets of tender hearts. We carry this confidence in our hearts because of our union with Christ before God. Yet we don't see ourselves as capable enough to do anything in our own strength, for our true competence flows from God's empowering presence He alone makes us adequate ministers who are focused on an entirely new covenant. Our ministry is not based on the letter of the law, but through the power of the Spirit. The letter of the law kills, but the Spirit pours out life. Even the ministry that was characterized by chiseled letters on stone tablets came with a dazzling measure of glory though it produced death the Israelites couldn't bear to gaze on the glowing face of Moses because of the radiant splendor shining from his countenance a glory destined to fade away yet how much more radiant is this new and glorious ministry of the Spirit that shines from us for if The former ministry of condemnation was ushered in with a measure of glory. How much more does the ministry that imparts righteousness far exceed in glory? What once was glorious no longer holds any glory because of the increasingly greater glory that has replaced it. The fading ministry came with a portion of glory, but now we embrace the unfading ministry of a permanent impartation of glory. So then, with this amazing hope living in us, we step out in freedom and boldness to speak the truth. we are not like Moses, who used a veil to hide the glory to keep the Israelites from staring at him as it faded away. Their minds were closed and hardened, for even to this day that same veil covers over their minds. When they hear the words of the former covenant, the veil has not yet been lifted from them, for it is only eliminated when one is joined to the Messiah. So until now, whenever the Old Testament is being read, the same blinding comes over their hearts. But the moment one turns to the Lord with an open heart, The veil is lifted and they see. Now the Lord, I'm referring to, is the Holy Spirit. And wherever he is Lord, there is freedom. We can all draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces. And with no veil we all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. We are being transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Paul is empowering us. I hope you caught that. He would love to make a deposit of courage in your heart. He would love to help you believe for a better future for yourself and um, there's something I've been calling uh, the cycle of contempt that uh, you can clearly see broken with Paul's words in this uh, chapter a lot of us uh, unfortunately as we've grown up in a fallen world we have this uh, temptation to judge people based on their past um, it's pretty easy to do and, um, and, you know, it's in an attempt to be wise and um, to not uh, take for granted the lessons and things that we've learned from hard situations. Um, we often unfairly um, define people by their past and the people in our lives and even ourselves maybe even the Lord, based on our experiences with Him. This is a cycle that creates expectation. It's a cycle of contempt. Our expectations can, from there, have power over the experiences that will follow. Because we'll apply our faith, whether negative or positive, to those expectations. And then, Based on the next experience we have, um, it can even go lower and um, we begin to expect things not to work out. Our mind begins to follow this process and, um, and sometimes we uh, put up some unnecessary boundaries between ourselves and others or even within ourselves or between us and how we believe God will be good over our lives and uh, so it just does, doesn't work for us but um, Paul really does show us that it's not about positive thinking that we kind of break this cycle it's not just uh, naive um, blanket um, believing that everyone is good kind of thing um, without question or wisdom This approach that Paul is taking is a supernatural one. He knows that his faith will produce an opportunity that will bring a new hope. And uh, that grace that God has applied to us, even in our salvation, is something that we can give into our relationships and it will break this cycle of contempt and for example if um, you see someone kind of acting different than you would expect because you're believing for a better future for them then you could say uh, to them you could you could say you're better than this and um you're speaking from a place of faith, but there is correction, so it's not just blanket positive thinking, it's, uh, it's actually a tool that will break a cycle, and you'll begin to empower people, like Paul's doing here. He's empowering people. Paul reminds us in verse 6, for example, he alone makes us adequate ministers who are focused on an entirely new covenant. So it's God that's doing the work in people, and sometimes we can, we can know that ourselves or our others are kind of getting in our own way, or that they're getting in their own way for God to complete the good work that uh, He started. Now, God's still gonna finish that good work, so we know that where God has begun a good work, He will complete it. And, uh, and that's exactly the kind of faith that we're talking about. That will allow people, allow us to empower either ourselves, others, or even our own faith in the Lord to grow. And for some of that, us, that's going to make a lot of sense and it's going to break you free. And I'm so thankful for that and that's why I'm sharing. But uh, today in this activation time, I want you um, to put on your prophetic hat that Paul says he wishes everyone had. And the secret to that prophetic hat in the New Covenant is simply that you edify. So it has to build up and not tear down. doesn't mean that you will never have a word of correction, but even that word of correction would have something to do with the building up of the saints in their faith and in their church and their future and their hope. I want you to put your prophetic hat on, and um, I want you to grab a piece of paper and, or, you know, your phone or anything else, and write down the first name that comes to your mind. If you get nothing, ask Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Tell me a name to write down. Write down a, a name. And I want you to ask Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, tell me about their future. In the prophetic, I want to encourage you. God, this is the way I've put it in And uh, my ministry sometimes is, um, when people are asking me how to do the prophetic, God has a, this is the way I would describe it, a river of love pointed in every single, at every single person in this world. There's just no one excluded from that. He's so abundant. He's so rich. He's not got a shortness on, short supply on that. He's got plenty for everyone and, um. But your job as a prophet um, is to jump in that river of love towards that person. So of course, if there's any unforgiveness or, uh, or just something that you know you're not believing that's right about them, go ahead and renounce, repent, forgive, release. And, uh, and then the blessing is what we're doing here. We're actually going to be asking Holy Spirit about their future and obviously from glory to glory would include that person so what will it look like in the next glory for that person you know remember what Paul said we're not in the Old Covenant where things are fading out like the like uh, the way Moses' face shown um, this is a glory to glory reality and so there is a next glory i want to encourage you for that person this is a powerful skill holy spirit will help you some of you are getting like a a big picture, an idea, I want you to ask Holy Spirit for a single word, a one word, if you get a short sentence, write it down, and go back and ask Holy Spirit, what's one word that we capture, what you just told me, and keep whittling down until you have one word. I want you to ask Holy Spirit, give me another person, one more person. Make sure you tune in, jump in that river of love. Feel the Lord's heartbeat for that person. If there's anything in your way, deal with it now. Forgive, renounce. Ask the Lord for the truth. If you don't understand, always ask questions. Don't let the, the accuser have a voice in your dialogue. Remember, you're seated in heavenly places and the accuser is not present in heavenly places. He was cast out like lightning falling. He doesn't get a voice in this process. And remember also if you do see something that's really negative but it feels really like something that the Lord is communicating to you this happens to me frequently and I have to ask the Lord questions Um, in the most common case for me um, I'll have a understanding, a clear understanding that someone is dealing with pornography and um, I don't call them out and hey you know uh you know if something's wrong with you I, I don't i don't say that uh, but i ask the lord what he means and nine times out of ten which i have had a few minor differences in this but nine times out of ten the lord will say purity i'm giving them a gift of purity and then he'll ask me to see their lives in that gift of purity it's not their work so it's just not their work it's a gift and uh, now begin to paint a picture of their future uh, with that gift of purity and that supply relish in this process To edify those around you um, in any way possible. Become an expert in this area and bless people. Um, I don't don't have any cautions for this word, you know, uh, because I know that the entire church needs to snap out of these cycles of contempt. And it will. It will. These are the kind of things that will not last forever. And won't make it into eternity but our ability to edify through the power of our words our hearts towards one another our ability to jump in what God is providing for another person's life those things are eternal and they're building the nets that catch fish all over the world every connection we make makes a larger net and um, for all you evangelists out there that are listening this is evangelism i hope this blesses you thanks for listening
1: day, especially if it is the first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God in his heaven on earth. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news, he is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. Seek him and find him. Seek like a king before you share as his priest. What you begin to find and uncover across cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You'll begin to live there.
0: We pray blessing on you. May you be prosperous today from the inside of your spirit, through your soul, and then out into every circumstance of your day. May joy, hope, and peace overflow from within you abundantly. God is not short on encounters, my friend. I pray that the supply of heaven fill your life with infinite wealth that overwhelms and overcomes every deficit. Of this world around you and others here in this world in Jesus name
1: the Lord bless you and keep you the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace